Welcome to the He Said, She Said podcast. On this podcast, Kirby and Amy Hossman will give you a behind-the-scenes look at growing businesses and building brands. Now, here's He Said, She Said. Hey there, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the He Said, She Said podcast. We've taken a bit of a break, a little hiatus during the pandemic, um, but the podcast was not a fatality of in during the time of COVID-19. We just took a break. We felt like it, it was... was a, it was in quarantine. Yeah, it was in quarantine, yeah. <laughs> well, and it felt like it was a little bit of Groundhog Day. We were talking about the same things each week. We wanted to give give ourselves a break, give the audience a break, but we are now back. And so excited to be talking about it. I am one of your co-hosts, Kirby Hossman. Joining me is my lovely bride, Amy. Hello, hello. And, uh, you know, each week during our podcast, we do, we talk about a trending topic. We talk about our weekly whirlwind. We uh, discuss a lesson either that we need to hear or we hope that will help you. And then we give some shout outs. So that's, we're going to get back into the swing of things here. And thanks so much for listening in. Um, as is always the case, uh, He Said, She Said is the official podcast of Hossman Marketing. You can find this and all of our content at hossmanmarketing.com and click on the blog. And by, by all means, do that. We are upgrading and kind of uh, working on our website right now. So we'd love your feedback on the site. So, Aim, want to jump into our trending topic for the week. I mean, the reality of it is... I actually read an email recently that said, look, if the topic is not the pandemic, then it's not a topic right now in in the world we live in. But I'd say the sort of our training topic is the discussion of, you know, some states opening up, you know, this past weekend was Memorial Day weekend and sort of the idea of coming out of the quarantine. It was uh, Memorial Day weekend and, you know, we you know, had graduations and all that sort of thing. So I'm kind of curious to hear your take. How are you feeling about the idea of sort of coming out of isolation? Well, a couple of different thoughts, I guess, in my my head. Um, one is I'm so ready to. I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, I think like most of us, I'm over being quarantined. I'm over not being able to see my friends and do the things that I want to do, um, like any spoiled American. Um, that's certainly how I feel that way. Um, but honestly, seeing, seeing some of the, um, bigger cities and some of the, the way people just kind of threw all caution to the wind. And, you know, I think Lake of the Ozarks is the buzz, you know, picture that everybody's talking about today there. That was just people soup. There was just, you know, it was a big pool kind of area or whatever. And there was just people thick in there. And I, I don't think that we're quite ready ready for that. Um, mm-hmm. I think we do need to come out and start getting back to some reality. Um, of course, you know those who are at risk, I'm sure, are much more hesitant to do that, and and rightfully so. And that is that is their prerogative as well. But I think, um, you know, I think we still need to be cognizant of, you know, I, I'm a believer in wearing masks just because it's not about me. It's about trying to protect other people. And if, if for some reason I would be carrying it, I want to do everything I can to, to support and, you know, yeah. keep them safe. So that's why I choose to do that. Um, but I am really ready to start trying to get back to somewhat of a, a regular routine again and, and getting back to our normal lives. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I think both you and I are pretty high energy individuals. So the idea of being stuck and not being able to do the things that we want to do is always hard. Um, 
and I guess, you know, I think you and I have talked about this separately, but the idea that we could, if we can, get back to doing the things we like doing, if you, if the idea is, well, you can do these things if you do, you know, you take these precautions and you do certain things, well, then let's, let's do whatever we need to do to get back. Because let me just say, I, this weekend, noticed a lot of folks that, as you kind of said, throwing caution to the wind isn't right. And they weren't being purposefully, um, Disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. They weren't trying to go over the top, but they are affectionate, nice people. And so it's difficult to have face-to-face interactions and not touch someone and not give them a hug and not shake their hands. I mean, I have been conditioned for 20 years of my life to shake somebody's hand when you meet them. These are things that I think it's like we go from being in the quarantine to trying to come out of it. And then you... It's hard not to go fall back into those habits. So those are the things I think we need to be cognizant of and maintain the, like for me, when I broke those habits. And I, again, we talked about this before we started. Somebody shook my hand this weekend. People were doing fist bumps. I'm like, okay, I don't want to be rude. But on the other hand, I'm like, I need to wash my hands immediately. I need to use hand sanitizer. And that's not something I've ever, so it's, it's like, I'm so excited to get back to it. But I'm like, okay, I don't want to forget everything we've learned in the last we three months. We don't want months. to regress, yeah. yeah. Have yeah. To, I don't want it to go back into quarantine. And if it means being precautious for a while, then I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. So again, I think cautiously optimistic is the way I would say is like, I'm excited to be back to work. I'm excited to be, you know, that sort of thing, but yeah. I want to give everybody like, please pump the mm-hmm. brakes a little bit. Just try to, if we can be social, but be socially, physically distant in some ways, let's try. Right, right. <laughs> so. And I think, you know, we've we've talked a little bit about vacationing. You know, mm. summer vacation plans are kind of up in the air right now because, you know, typically we would probably go out of the country because um, mm-hmm. that's kind of our favorite thing to do. Um, but I don't think that, I don't think we're ready for that yet. I don't think that... You know, not that the airlines aren't safe or anything like that. I don't, I don't have a hesitation with that, but I don't want to, again, bring it back to someone else or have mm. to be quarantined for, you know, two weeks afterwards. So, um, you know, we're kind of exploring ways to maybe stay domestic and, you know, maybe find a beach here and... and Something we can drive something to. Something we can drive to. Or I really don't have a problem flying. I still mm-hmm. don't have an issue with that. But um, somewhere where we can kind of control some of the circumstances. Yeah, cool. So that is, I mean, the reality of it is that is what's trending is we are still in uh, the midst of this, but trying to come out of it, but trying to do it in a way that's thoughtful. Be smart. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Cool. Well, let's. Uh, that's the trending topic. Let's jump to our weekly whirlwind. Um, it has been, we were looked it up. I think our last podcast came out April 2nd. So it's been over a month, uh, well over a month. Um, since we've done this, and so almost do, yeah. So, which just sounds bizarre, anyway. But I'm going to give you the floor. Talk a little bit about updates from the building. A lot has happened. Yeah. Well, Corona um, for us didn't really, you know, didn't slow us down in the fact that there was only a couple of us working at the building. So, we honestly doubled down. We have worked so hard on trying to to move ahead. Um, my girls have been unemployed, and so they've been a big help. You've been a big help, and we have just really. Um, made some major progress. We've got 
um, the stairwells painted, um, getting ready to, actually they've been in just in the last week or so working on the stairwell, um, kind of, uh, what do you call those? The, the landings. The landings, um, and we've, we've um, discovered that there was tile underneath that old carpet, and so we're trying to bring that back to life. So that one's kind of an ongoing project, so keep your fingers crossed on that, that we can restore this really cool looking old tile that especially is in the, on the first level that's really neat. Um, in the apartments on the second floor, we've got all of the floors refinished and stained. They are beautiful. COVID Connection did a wonderful job um, uh, refinishing those, and I can't wait to show those off because they look amazing. And what's interesting is a lot of people have said, wow, who laid your floor? It looks realistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very realistic. It's very realistic. And, you know, there are Because some, it's real. It is. It's absolutely real. They On, on six of the seven rooms, um, one of them was damaged um, majorly, and we had to, we're going to have to put some laminate flooring over that one. But all of the others are done, including the hallway. And, um, you know, they're old. They're 100-year-old floors. So there are some nicks and some, um, they actually couldn't drive the nail heads in any further because the wood was splitting because they are so old. But it looks beautiful, and it's so, so cool looking so those are done um, the walls are all painted we've got a good bit of trim done although I'm still working on putting in trim and quarter round I don't think I'll ever get done with that <laughs> um, but that's coming along uh, we've got uh, six of the seven kitchens installed or maybe five and a half we got one cabinet that that's coming back to us but um, so that's being that's done those look awesome um, countertops are supposed to be in in the next week or two um, so that'll complete the kitchen looks we're installing the vanities this week the bathrooms were already done um, we've put in new ceiling tiles and insulation to try to deaden some noise yeah that's um, not something somebody will see right nobody will see that but hopefully that'll help you know, and the with smell sound too. yeah it's, it's, yeah smells and sounds and um, it just has really come so far in this amount of time we've got a lot of finishing work to do um, but we've really made huge progress and I can't wait to show it off yeah and I think we threw it out there and I'll put it in the link but you can actually sign up to be on our waiting list uh, because we're it's a, it's about that time we're gonna start looking to um, putting people on the list if they want to start renting the space so yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's exciting the, towards the end of summer we yeah. should be pretty close to to making that turn and then we'll then we'll take on the third floor <laughs> and every now and then we walk up there well when they were finishing the floors we got we were we had to stay out of the second floor for a while so I walked up there and wow <laughs> so much work to be done <laughs> and you just you walk but it also shows it. the progress it shows how much we've how yeah. far we've gone and hopefully the third floor will be easier because we've done the second floor now we kind of know what to expect what to look for um, and how to to move on so hopefully that'll go a little smoother um, but yeah you go up into some of those old apartments haven't been done and you realize how bad they smelled and how horrible they looked and just how disgusting they really were and then you get down <laughs> to the second floor and it's just amazing so that's come so far you guys have done a great job so Thanks. kudos Thanks. kudos um weekly whirlwind for for us here um we actually you know i always say that video is we do video in-house for those who don't know it, it's a feast or famine thing for us we you know we either don't have much going on or it's like all in we are feasting right now there's a we're working on graduation videos and commercials and um, just all kinds of different video projects. We we have been doing some drone shots with for realtors, and so it, it it's all we enjoy the video stuff. So that one's big. The other thing we've done, and it, I kind of mentioned it earlier, we're trying to roll out a new website, and we're doing it in phases. And so new blog layout, new um, new. Uh, 
kind of homepage. So if you go to HossamanMarketing.com, you can kind of check that out. And then the other thing we created was our five-day marketing course. It's a free marketing course, kind of one of those times where if you're if you're getting ready to get go back to work or open the business back up, it's free. There's no catch. You don't ask for a credit card. Um, but it's a five-day marketing course we put together too. We're trying to be as productive as we could when you know business wasn't really being done there for mm -hmm. a little period yeah, of time so a screeching halt there for yeah, a little bit yeah so at any rate that's those are the things that uh, I'm working on here and so I'm excited to see some of that so well uh, and I think I, I'm gonna interrupt you for a minute just to throw out a big thanks because you really worked hard when this all started at getting um, a head start on trying to figure out the the PPP money so mm -hmm. that you could retain all of the employees during this entire process they never missed a paycheck and and I'm I'm sure that they are very grateful to you for for uh, keeping them on there and keeping everything status quo. I know they worked hard from home. Yes, but yes, for um, sure. but it was nice that you you were very much ahead of that ball. Yeah. Well, again, I think that that has to do with working with people like Steve Schilling from the SBA or SBDC, excuse me, Small Business Development Center. Um, you know, I kind of pushed back originally about applying for funds, and uh, he was like, no, Kirby, you don't know if this is going to last through Memorial Day, ironically, or Labor Day. And when he said that, I was like, oh, Labor Day, we don't have the runway for that. Um, and, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited that we were able to keep that rolling, and so, but thanks, I appreciate it, appreciate it. Um, so weekly whirlwind is covered, so now it's about the lesson the lesson so you know I think you and I were kind of hemming and hawing about the topic of the lesson right before we started mm -hmm. here and I think our what we have written down is it's not about you um, and not about me it's not about whatever it's about thinking about others during this time I it's it's an interesting spot I think we've managed to politicize everything oh. in the world right now um, and I'm fascinated that we've politicized masks. Um, people are either like, if you don't wear a mask, you're evil, or if you do wear a mask, you're a communist. I, I, like, I, I think it's, I think you and I both have the, the idea that if it can help other people that I'm willing to do it kind of thing. But I think, not looking to turn this into an argument about masks, I think it's simply about in this time trying to think of the best thing for others not just looking through our own myopic lens does that make sense mm -hmm. um, and I think it's it's easy to say harder to do because I, I, I think we're all still trying to struggle figuring out what we're supposed to be doing and I think when I am trying to figure that out I'm like okay once my own basic needs are met, how can I think about this in a way that is good for keeping the economy open, keeping businesses open, keeping other people healthy and safe? And I think that's the perspective of which it would be really helpful for us all to just 
mm-hmm. look through. We should always do it. Right. <laughs> like, it always makes sense, well, but I think right now. Yeah, and, and you know, I think a shout out to a lot of people that really did think of others through this whole pandemic. That was that was really kind of cool to see the people that stepped up, not only the, the nurses and doctors mm. and the, the you know emergency personnel that went to the New York and the areas that were hardest hit to volunteer their time. They were thinking of others while they mm. left their families and everybody here. You know, the in our community, it was awesome, and they just did a little celebration this weekend for the mask makers, yes. for the people that spent hours and hours and hours sewing masks <laughs> so that others could have them. And, you know, for the first first few weeks, it was just for the, um, you know, people that were in healthcare and, and mm-hmm. firefighters and things like that, and now they're making them for other people. So, Yeah, I don't think people understand how many people just grab their sewing machines. I mean, you're yeah, one of them. Yeah, there was a whole army. Yeah, you're one of them that just... Like, oh, I don't know how to make masks, but I'll figure it out. And obviously there were patterns and, but I thousands saw a post of today of a lady who just turned in another thousand masks. I think, am I thinking right that she, it was a thousand or three thousand. I mean, it was insane <laughs> in Coshocton County, you know, and, and, and I know that, shoot, Jade and I alone have done over 300. So I know that there's a lot of people that have really made Tons and tons of masks for people. But, you know, people that didn't have jobs, there were people that were providing food. And, mm, you know, people have yeah. really gone out of their way to help others. And I think that was probably one of the coolest things I've seen through this is, yeah. is that. And we need to continue to just think of others. It's maybe maybe you and I are ready to go out, but somebody that might not have, mm. you know, might have medical complications, they're not. And maybe they're still struggling with it and need help. And yeah. so need Well, to again, I, I, and I, as I've said, it's a the, the lesson is simply trying to think how this can affect and help another person and like i say that's a lesson that we should be thinking about all the time but right now what can i do that will help another person is is just a good good thing to be considering so absolutely pandemic or not yeah okay so that was our sort of our lesson of the week and now i wanted to jump into our shout outs do you want to talk about this no, one go ahead um so this weekend um, I, I was sort of blessed to be working on a couple projects with a couple of our local schools, Riverview and Coshocton. Um, local educators, administrators are trying to figure out how they can um, celebrate the seniors that are been going on, um, that are going to be going on to what's next. And I just wanted to give a shout out to those educators, those administrators who, um, despite impossible circumstances, really have come to work really hard to make sure that every kid got their moment. Um, and, you know, specifically wanted to talk about teachers, educators, and administrators, but really community members as well. I mean, like we talked about it yesterday, uh, kind of an impromptu. They did a senior parade mm-hmm. um, in Coshocton. These are things that I, I'd like to see us do f- from now on, right. <laughs> pandemic or no, right? right? Like, And so I think that that's probably um, – a lesson that we get, whether it's through through business, through other organizations, there's going to be some things that we pick up that we go, "Ooh, this is something we should yeah. keep doing." Um, but because I we had done the other for a thousand years, and it, now we have to rethink it. Yeah, <laughs> and so it gave us an opportunity to reset. But my big shout out was just those those educators, those administrators, those folks that worked hard to make the seniors 
seniors and high school seniors and college, whatever, anybody graduating feel special. Well, really, and all educators right now, because I think all the parents who have been homeschooling for the last <laughs> three good, months that's a good one. <laughs> appreciate all of our teachers so much more now after they've had to do it for a few months. I mean, I think I think everybody's been put kind of in an, in an impossible no-win situation to an extent through this, because none of, none of them were prepared to deal with what we've had to, to deal with in the last three months. And, and for the most part, I think it's, it's shaking out just fine and everybody's gonna be okay. And you know, at the end of the day, making sure that the kids felt special and mm -hmm. so many neat things, seeing the teachers go out and make you know, home visits or whatever, drop signs off in the yards and the mm -hmm. kids vice versa doing that for the teachers. So kind of yeah. a cool thing to see. Yeah, absolutely. So um, congrats to the graduates, uh, certainly, of 2020. And uh, you certainly will have a story to tell that not everybody will, t will tell. You know, I was thinking back, this has seemed like it has gone on forever. <laughs> it kind of does. But to your point about the idea that they, people weren't prepared, and I, like, it transpired so quickly yeah. that it went, hey, we're going to close schools for a couple days to, hey, we're never coming back. <laughs> um, it, that happened really fast right. in the grand scheme of things. And so I guess my additional shout out would be to those parents who were suddenly right. educators and administrators themselves. So yeah. shout out to them. I'm yeah. so thankful that my kids were not in school. <laughs> totally. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. So we've covered our trending topic, weekly whirlwind, our lesson and our shout out. Thanks for your patience and letting us take a little bit of a break from the podcast and uh, we'll keep coming at you. If you do have any questions, questions, any topics you'd like to hear us cover, please don't hesitate to reach out and let us know. Until then, we'll uh, come back next time. Anything that you want to? I don't think so. Love in the sunshine. Everybody go enjoy. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody.